Hi, my name is James Ramos. I am a licensed general contractor at Ramos Design Build. While my core business and expertise is construction and development, I own several businesses in two other arenas, real estate, including sales, finance, and insurance, and construction product companies like cabinetry, flooring, and interior design firm that creates jaw-dropping impressions when someone walks through the door. These three areas allow me to be a better builder and solely focused on luxury homes valued at over $1 million. We service every facet along the residential home journey. Buy, sell, design, build, finance, furnish, and maintain. I have won 10 National Aurora Awards for standout kitchen and bath design and build projects. And the Ramos family name is synonymous with thousands of successful residential and commercial construction projects in the Southeast United States since 1956. Let Ramos Design Build help you with the home of your dreams today. Call 813-259-1111 or go to RamosDesignBuild.com. Let me help you make your dream a reality. The real estate market is open. Ramos Design Build is Tampa Bay's premier construction company. This is a program where the real estate experts are live. Whether buying, selling, building, or designing, Ramos has the answers. Now, here's the area's best resource for all things real estate, James Ramos. We're here. This is James Ramos with Move With Me Radio. I'm here with a great guest, Joe Murphy. Joe is the Global Marketing Director for High Definition Golf and Multisport. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me this morning. I, I met Joe um, a few weeks ago at the International Builders Show here in Orlando. Joe's from uh, Toronto. And um, I, I got a chance, Joe, to, to hit a couple golf balls uh, in your, in your um, high definition um, little uh, area there with, with netting. And I thought it was fantastic. And I wanted to share uh, you and your company uh, with all the listeners out there in, in the state of Florida. Great. Well, thank you so much for, you know, for having me on, uh, on your program today. Oh, you're absolutely welcome. How's the weather in Toronto right now? Well, I'm actually down here at the I'm actually down here at the PGA uh, merchandise show uh, back in Orlando. Oh, you and, are uh, okay. Good for I you. Am, yeah, yeah. We've got a pretty pretty significant uh, brand activation going on here back in Orlando. So uh, down here again for a few days, and next week it's Amsterdam. So always on the move. Oh, very nice. Well, tell me. Okay, mm-hmm. so your company name is High Definition Golf and Multisport. If um, if you have a computer in front of you, the website is hdgolf.com, and there's also uh, hdmultisport.com. So tell me, uh, explain to the listeners um, as graphically as possible what it is um, you sell, and then we can talk a little bit about the technology and all sorts of other good stuff. I mean, I could be a bit ethereal and say, you know, I sell, uh, I sell you know, a very dynamic gaming experience. Um, or I can for adults. You know, very point. <laughs> for adults, yeah. Honestly, it's funny. You know, I'm a crossfitter, and uh, you know, I, I, it's the whole thing about moving and playing and, and acting like a big, a big kid sometimes. Um, so, you know, what we do at the end of the day is we're creating a multi-space, uh, multi-use space for luxury homes, vertical communities, uh, corporate offices that are looking for new ways to activate and engage with uh, their employees, their friends, their family um, in, in these, you know, expanded use family, uh, family rooms. Right. So, you know, from a, from a community standpoint, if you're in a, a large condo building, you know, they've got these shared spaces, but, you know, they're not often used. So, 
um, a big focus of, of mine is is giving them uh, digital glue to to rally around and creating this amazing golf experience and sport experience to bring people together. So really what we're doing is we're connecting people with each other through a shared experience. Yeah, you know, it reminisced back. Um, I grew up, I don't think I mentioned this to you. We, we just met for mm-hmm. a few, few, but I grew up in a family of five. And um, my dad, five boys, that is, and um, we were 13 years apart from my oldest to, to, to myself. And we all played, mm-hmm. you know, football and baseball. And um, my dad ended up putting a, a batting cage when my brother John was in high school. So I got the opportunity mm-hmm. to have like this, you know, um, uh, you know, experience. But now that I have kids, you know, what's great is, is, you know, you try to do, you know, provide as much comfort and things that, you know, in your home that you can, you know, that you can afford. But what's great about mm. the system that you have, you know, I don't think any family who has that system in their house, those kids are going to want to go anywhere else. So there's, you know, they're always going to be at your home, you know, entertaining and having fun. And it's just like, it's like a PS4 on steroids. It looked like, um, you know, when I was hitting the golf balls into your, into the, into the net. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you know, it's interesting. You pointed out that you are uh, looking, you know, with, with the family that you have. And, you know, I have a baby on the way myself. And, you know, I was that kid that grew up with Nintendo and Super Nintendo. And, you know, my reference point uh, for growing up was in early digital or these systems. And, you know, we're seeing a resurgence of that interest. And what we're getting is guys like you and me in our age group. You know, I'm 36. You know, I'm going to be playing the original Nintendo with my kid. And, you know, you might already be doing that. Right. Um, so, you know, the big idea here is is about how can we create an experience that offers that feeling and that emotional connection, but it does so much more. You know, it has to be a theater. It has to be a simulator. You have to be able to be able to plug in your laptop and turn into a floor-to-ceiling presentation theater for, you know, vertical communities on maybe um, community cost increases or something of that nature. Oh, so it's so it's multifunctional. So so basically, for, to the listeners, it's it is like mm-hmm. a batting cage, if you will, but it's you know cut mm-hmm. in you know in half. So the typical, the one that was at the International Builder Show was how big, Joe? Sure, it was okay. Let me let me offer a little bit of clarity for for your listeners here because uh, I'm guessing a lot of them haven't been to our site. So essentially, the simulator architecture is a twenty foot, uh, twenty foot wide. Uh, 30 foot deep um, bay and obviously we can create custom sizes for right. you know smaller footprints but you're using real peripherals you're using real object balls so you're giving uh, what you're doing is you're kicking uh, throwing uh, swinging with real sports equipment so whether it's you know a soccer ball or you're kicking a field goal with uh, a real football you're doing an analog entry into the system and then it's creating a digital result which you see on the screen so you're able to essentially play sports in a virtual world with real input when you set me up um i think you set me up to hit a couple golf balls in um mm-hmm. do you remember where it was i i forgot I think it was you were on pebble I think yeah you pebble were beach seven at pebble beach yeah it was a hole yeah, on it was like the mm-hmm. the most famous hole there that's right yeah number seven on pebble is is considered, you know, one of the most incredible holes in golf. And, you know, people, a lot of people spend, you know, this may sound a bit nuts, but I live in the golf world here, and a lot of people, this is literally something they want to do. You know, it's a bucket list item to be, uh, you know, to, to be very direct. 
So when you get an opportunity, sometimes we get guys coming to the simulator, or ladies coming to the simulator, and they're like, oh, my God, I've been there. I've played yeah. number seven at Pebble. And then they see it on the screen, and they're like, that fence that I remember, you know, in the real world is in your real world. And, you know, that rock over there is also still there, and you guys have captured that. So the real strong emotional connection is really what we are trying to create for people, whether you're playing golf or whether you're playing baseball. So you get those genuine emotional responses of, you know, stress or joy or something of that nature to create that deep connection and engagement that today's consumer is looking for. Yeah, it was pretty fantastic because I could see the waves crashing, you know, on mm -hmm. the on the shore while I was swinging. Mm -hmm. And um, and then right. I had, you know, it was at the show, so there was like 30 people watching me. I thought it was, you know, in the PGA, you know, with with uh, a few of the pros behind me. <laughs> I was sweating. So funny. I was like, this is great. I would never leave home. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I actually just, uh, we just had Jim McLean, a six-time Hall of Fame golfer. Well, oh, wow. Top three in the world. He was just, you know, he works with us, and we were running a clinic here just kind of uh, with someone who's, you know, a 14 handicap in front of 40 people, 50 people getting a golf lesson by Jim McLean, you know, on camera. So, uh, yeah, it can be pretty intense when you got people watching you, but, a lot of the time that brings out the best and the most competitive nature within you. And that allows people to switch on and really get into this, you know, experience and that immersion and that break from, you know, very binary zero one zero, you know, real world digital, we're blurring those lines. So we're creating something in the real world with real world input right. into a digital environment. And then I'm able to share, you know, that shot or I'm able to share that round I had digitally with my friends, and then I'm able to bring that back into the real world. So you're getting this, you know, zero one zero one zero real world, digital world, real world, digital world, and that switch between these two worlds is, is for me, very interesting. Um, as a guy that works in a company that could be considered a sports company, a tech company, or a gaming company. Right. Yeah. So you had mentioned a couple things here. So you had said there's obviously residential um, mm -hmm. applications for, for someone's home, mm -hmm. the room needs to be, you know, 20 by, you know, by 20, let's say, or, or less. Um, and then mm -hmm. there's vertical communities, meaning condominiums mm -hmm. and things. And then at offices. Sure. So, so let's just, okay. So just to put this in parameters for the listeners, I think the mm -hmm. base price is, is like 40, 50 K, right? That's a little lower than that. But yeah, okay. you're looking at about 35, 40 K okay. for a start. Yeah. yeah. So, so this yeah. is, this is like a PS4 on, on steroids. So, you know, I mean, this is not for, um, somebody just going into Walmart or target and, and, um, buying, you know, the machine and everything. But I tell you, yeah. it's fantastically, um, realistic and, and the different sports that you have, um, you guys, uh, you know, from golf now with the, with the entire multi-sport is quite you know, interesting. Go through the sports real quick before we break. Sure. So in addition to golf, there's soccer, football, baseball, hockey. Within sports shooting, there's, you know, various subcategories ranging from uh, Wild West shootout with uh, reactive and inanimate objects um, all the way through to speed shooting drills. Right. Um, you know, the soccer we developed with uh, Dax McCarty, he's the... Uh, the midfielder for the Chicago Fire, you know, we work, you know, as we're developing these things, I'm working with pro athletes uh, to ensure that that experience is genuine. And, you, you know, guys at that caliber and girls at that caliber 
um, you know, are seeing the value in using the system. Because if it's good enough for them, it's good enough, you know, in my opinion, for the general consumer. Um, so you're seeing, you know, us as a, as a company developing all of this technology in house. Right. So right. we're not we're not buying software from Microsoft and computers from Hewlett Packard. You know, we're developing our own integrated smart cameras. We've developed computer vision technology. I'm using drone technology when I'm recreating 3D models of these courses. I'm using photorealistic imagery. I've got satellite flybys and LIDARs. Very cool. So hey, yep. we're going to come back after a small break and sure. talk about the satellite piece okay. because I know how realistic sure. it is and I want to kind of get it to the listeners. Right. But this is James Ramos. We move with me radio. We'll be right back after these messages. We're back here with Move With Me Radio. I'm here with Joe Murphy. Joe Murphy is the Global Marketing Director with High Definition Golf and Multisport. So we were talking about the technology, Joe. Um, go right into, you know, as far as the current trends in home tech. So I was at the International Builders Show, which I was talking about in the first segment, met Joe. Um, but in that show, Joe, there's just so, there was just so many things, you know, with technology, with, with Google and the Amazon Echo. And the things, you know, uh, just it's it's really overwhelming for me as a general contractor mm -hmm. and guiding my, you know, clients um, into the right, you know, decisions because you can pay for something that does the same thing, you know, 10 times more than than another mm -hmm. thing. And the technology just comes, uh, you know, it's it's like every month it's just more and more technology. So so as far as like current trends in home tech, I mean, give me your take on on where are we at today and where do you see it move into in the future? Hey, James. Um, that's a pretty big question, and I, I could probably address it from a few different points, but I'd like to address it from, from a gaming standpoint because I think that's something you know your audience would find interesting. Uh, is that okay? Absolutely. Oh, okay, sure. So when, when I'm looking at home technology and home entertainment, you can't deny that gaming is an increasing um it's there's a lot more time being spent gaming than you know maybe we want to admit right um in real <laughs> you know it's uh, on your phone so, too right i mean would you consider that yeah, gaming yeah yeah absolutely so so when i'm looking at gaming and you know i have the benefit of going to you know the builder show the hospitality design show i'm at the pga show i'm at integrated systems europe and we i probably do nine or ten shows a year i'm really at the forefront of technology where I'm seeing all these companies launching what they have. So being plugged in, what I'm seeing is kind of a two-part answer. We've got nostalgia, and then we've got cutting-edge um, VR on the reciprocal side. So okay. from a nostalgic standpoint, we're, I mean, I think I mentioned before, I'm, you know, in my mid-30s, we're seeing my generation wanting to re-experience these great memories of gaming from the early years. Uh, when they were younger, and products like Nintendo, Sega, Super Nintendo were, you know, on the tips of every kid's tongue in the neighborhood. Right. And these, you know, these early digital gaming systems, we're starting to see a revival in that. You've got products like Nintendo Switch, which launched before Christmas and sold out, you know, in, I think it was like five minutes. Um, and that's because people are looking for a genuine, shareable experience of entertainment, and they know that that's a safe bet. Right. And that those attached memories with childhood best friends, that is totally marketable. And rediscovering the challenges of those games, whether it's Super Mario 3, you know, it brings people right back into their, you know, those early adolescent memories with their great friends, proving that there's a diversifying 
uh, range of a gaming sweet spot. So it's not just you need to toe the line and, you know, launch the new Wolfenstein game for, you know, PS4 or whatnot. You're moving the left bookend way back to, you know, the good old days and what would be considered a classic system. So you've got people playing with their kids on, you know, a relaunch mini Nintendo, which is expanding its relevance to a new demographic. I mean, Joe, I'm going to interrupt you. I play I play like football with my son on the PS4 or soccer or whatever, and he just kills me because I you know there's 17 buttons on the on the controller these days. You know I grew up with in television. I'm a little bit older than you, and um, in television was the step up from Atari, um, and we would play baseball. You know it was like a keypad, so I I knew how to field in baseball. So that was the big thing with my friends and I. But um, you know you know in in some of these games now, like a couple years ago, I went to. I don't know if it was Target or Walmart, but it was a it was a simple game, and basically it had a bat and it had a home mm-hmm. plate and it had a little ball, and the pitcher would actually press if it was a you know a fastball, curveball, what have you, and then move his arm, and then the ball would right. would go that speed based on how you know. So it was very active, and then the guy hitting mm-hmm. you know would wait and watch it on TV and swing over the plate, and it was like a fantastic right. game, and it was like twenty bucks or something. You know, <laughs> we had it for. This was years ago, but we had it for years. I was like, mm-hmm. this is so simple, you know? And then my son always wants the, me to play on PS4 and stuff, and he just beats the right. pulp out of me, and he just thinks it's funny. And I don't even know what button does funny. what, you know? So it's not even fun, you know? But anyway, yeah. just going back to nostalgia, I, I, I hear you, mm-hmm. and I agree. Yeah, it's, you can't deny it. You know, the, the term gaming used to be, you know, associated with a certain demographic, and I think we can all conjure up memories of, you know, the geek. And, uh, you know, that's changed. It's, um, you know, you look at Pokemon Go even from two years ago, right. and it activated half the world. And that, to me, shows that people are willing to, you know, combine the digital and the virtual world to create, you know, their own world that maybe they've customized a bit. So taking that into consideration, you've got nostalgia on one side, and then on the other side, you've got things like VR becoming marketable commercially. And right. I think the general public is both surprised but really excited because they've been promised this technology, you know, ever since I was a kid, you know, like VR and hoverboards and all that. But what we're seeing with with the VR is that it's trickling its way into the consumer market and it's taking up insane momentum. Um, You know, I I was at the uh, IAPA show a couple of months ago, which is the International Association of Amusement Professionals of America. And we're seeing... You know, if, if we look at the size of the hall is 100%, whatever, I'd say 60% is just dedicated to emerging VR technology. And, and, and that, that's really interesting to me because you're not just getting the VR, you're getting enhanced sensory feedback. So you're getting things like racing simulators that combine VR, which costs about 100, you know, 40 to 120,000. But these companies are now getting distribution. They're offering tech support and they're seriously sophisticated, immersive environments. Right. And then these environments, you're participating in it. So it's becoming viable. And at the same time, these are relatively small. So they're also becoming more portable. So I would say that definitely nostalgia is, is, a, is an important trend, right. but also VR and immersive environments that you participate in are becoming so advanced to the point you have certain gaming systems that monitor yeah. your vitals. Well, and like, then they manipulate uh, you know, that environment 
based on your stress emotions and your pulse rate. Like That's it's pretty awesome. What's available? I, you know, speaking of virtual reality, so I was at a mall. I forgot mm-hmm. where, but I try to avoid the malls like like a plague. But I was with my <laughs> wife on vacation, and and we we had to burn a couple hours. So she's like, "Let's go to the mall," and I'm like, "Ah." Uh. So anyway, there was a Microsoft store there, and you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I like computers and whatnot, so trying to get an excuse to get another computer but there's a guy there sure. and he puts on the virtual you know reality thing and and i just don't get it you know i i don't know if it was you know it's not like i i was figuring like you know i put this on and then it's so real like somebody's punching you know punches me in the gut you're like oh wow this is really real but but mm-hmm. i just don't get it you know I, it's like you're trying to walk and see things and i'm trying to see how it would help me you know from a design builder you know, in the, mm-hmm. in the world. And that's where, where, you know, so the guy was, you know, he did a good job. I just, I, I don't know if it's like, you know, we're just trying to get there or where, you know, you know, what type of applications are truly um, using it for a, um, you know, a marketable, um, you know, return. Yeah. I mean, this might be uncomfortable for, for your viewers and I hope this isn't off base, but you know, you have to look at the the pornography um, industry in, in a way because I'm serious. They are the first industry to adopt and use new technology oh, yeah. consistently. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Whether it's we learned a lot through the web, VR. right? Through. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Mean, I mean, it does like drive it the internet, whether you yeah. want to admit it or not. Um, but back to uh, back to you know getting back on 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 PG thirteen or general audience uh, safe zone. What what we're really seeing is is that that bookend of nostalgia and VR and adoption is rippling into probably the most important trend, which in my opinion is integration. I'm seeing whether this is a college kid that's getting a smart TV that he wants to plug in multiple peripherals to, or, you know, a multimillionaire CEO wearing a platinum Rolex, everyone wants the same thing, which is seamless integration. Right. And, and when we look at something like a simulator, the role of the simulator is directly impacting the media room, the living room, the family room, the rec room, whatever you want to call it. That room is changed completely from what it was even 10 years ago. Very interesting. Yeah, and, and I'm seeing this on a daily basis. Every designer, every architect I talk to, every builder, everyone is saying, we want this one space to work so hard. It has to do everything. Absolutely. Hey, we're going to come back. We're going to break for, yep. for the news, but we're going to come back and talk about the family room and especially the theater rooms and how relevant they are today yeah. and um, what yeah, we look, yeah. you know, what we're going to look like in the future with this. But my name is James Ramos. Sure. I'm here with Joe Murphy. Uh, you can follow me at jamesramos.com or on Twitter. It's JRTPA. Uh, we'll be back after these messages. Moving on, this is James Ramos with Move With Me Radio. We're here with Joe Murphy. Joe Murphy is the Global Marketing Director with uh, High Definition Golf and Multisport. The website is hdgolf.com. You can also find them by going to hdmultisport.com. I met Joe at the International Builders Show a few weeks ago, and um, I got an opportunity to hit a golf ball, throw a baseball, and kick a field goal in this very cool, for kids, but if, uh, you know, you got to be you got to have a little bit of money, but, um, in this little, uh, apparatus and it was fantastic, but you know, we, uh, we talked for the first half, but I really want to focus Joe this half on, um, the design and the layout of, of, uh, these luxury homes 
and um, what people are doing with with these uh, spaces that were or anticipate forward, you know, a movie theater and how they can a movie theater room and how they can really utilize your uh, technology to really soup it up. So tell me a little bit about what you're seeing, you know, in this trend, you know, working with, you know, the architects and and designers out there and, and builders. Sure, James. Thanks. What I'm seeing is, ironically enough, the creation of new roles and positions to handle integration and wield this technology that's available. You know, a couple of years ago, when you were, you know, designing a house, you would have, you know, your designer, your architect, and your decorator, right? right. There's somebody new that seems to be showing up to the party now lately, and it's these digital integrators. So there's actually people out there that specialize specifically in figuring out how to integrate all the technology in the home. And, you know, as a consumer, you can obviously retrofit things. You know, like my house is 100 years old in Toronto. None of the walls are square and the floors are slanty, but I have nest. You know, Um, there's a lot of app-driven technology, and people want to be able to use apps to control, you know, various aspects of their home. So when I'm looking at this, these, these spaces and I'm getting these builders coming out to me, the big word is how do we integrate this with, you know, the nucleus of the house, whether it's, you know, Amazon or, or Google-driven, you know, per, uh, you know central, central hub. So, you know, what that looks like is we've got this family room that has to work hard and they want this technology that, you know, isn't just a smart TV. You know, it has to be, you know, a super-duper smart TV that can do X, Y, and Z. So when we look at, you know, the sports simulators that we do, you know, I can say, yeah, I can offer you golf, soccer, baseball, hockey, football, sports shooting, you can golf Pebble Beach, it's your home entertainment system, you can plug in your Xbox to it. You know, a lot of these men and women sit on committees in their communities and boards, and they'll invite their community uh, board members uh, to their home for, you know, committee meetings, and then they'll plug in their laptop on the sim, and then right. you've got this floor to ceiling presentation theater while still running the Super Bowl in the top left corner. Right. Um, So this trend of people want something that does everything is is emerging to the point where it's becoming the new reality. So that's been a bit of a shift, um, and we've adapted to that by expanding our range of products and services to include the multi-sport, and and, uh, we've hired you know, full PMP uh, designated uh, project managers. And we've had to up our game in understanding the needs of high net worth individuals who maybe don't have money as a limiting factor when designing these rooms. Right. It's so true. I mean, what you said about, you know, coming to the party, you have the designer, the architect, the decorator, um, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, could be a designer as well. And then the digital Mm -hmm. integrators are, are truly an integral part. And, you know, what I found, it's, it's interesting that you mentioned this, is that, you know, they come in all forms and in, in, in fashion, right? They come in all sizes, these guys. So, you know, there's guys that, that are, are really good at the past, the Crestron systems and the heavy cost um, integrations. And then there's, then there's, you know, I'm looking for, actually, I think I found uh, in the Tampa area, you know, folks that are activating things that you would, t- you know, a normal consumer would just go to Best Buy. You know, whether it's Nest right. or, you know, Amazon Echo or or Google's, uh, you know, Google's little little device. But, mm-hmm. you know, and how do you get mm-hmm. these, you know, basic things integrated, you know, in a home? But it's interesting that that I did recognize your system. It also, you know, doubles as not just a sports and entertainment piece, 
but it, it's a, you know, obviously a, a huge TV and you can plug and it comes with a stereo system too, right? I mean, yep. Yeah. We, you know, a lot of these, uh, you know, we have a really nice paradigm system that, you know, we can we offer our clients and it pounds like it sounds great, but I mean, some of our clients have think a little bit bigger and, you know, they're developing these, you know, jaw dropping rooms that, you know, you see in, Honestly, a lot of the homes that we've worked on are in, you know, architect magazines. Right, right. Um, so working with them and their teams, is, you know, it's a great process because it's very streamlined and they have the budget to have the best project managers and, you know, they're buying the best golf simulators, so it's very snick-snick. But guys like me, you know, in their mid-30s who, you know, I'm doing all right, but, you know, I still want that integration. I certainly don't have the budget and the space for a golf simulator, but... I still want my Nest integrated with, you know, my wife's phone and my phone, and I want to be able to, you know, basically manage everything in my home. I want to see who's at my door by looking at my security camera that's integrated with Nest. You know, it's about connecting the dots and that whole experience of having automated home um, when you walk into it and that radiating from the center of your home, which is your entertainment room, that's where that's where everything starts and pushes outward from. So, like, this room is literally, you know, maybe the dining room was, was the center of the home 20 years ago. The right. dining room is not going to call it irrelevant, but, you know, I spent a lot of time with builders, and a lot of these new builds, you know, even for some of the smaller vertical communities that would cater to someone, you know, in, in you know, my age, grade, and income bracket, right. um, people are willing to sacrifice dining space for an increase in the size of the entertainment room. I you agree. know, that's a yeah. big shift. Yeah, you know? that's a big a shift. Lot of these, yeah. A lot of these condos, you know, they'll have a little breakfast counter, but people don't even have dining room tables anymore. Well, you I know. know I, I mean, mean, we've we we've been eliminating them because at the end of the day, here's the issue with the dining room. A dining room is typically eight, you know, six to eight seats, right? So if it's a big dining yeah. room, maybe 10 to 12, okay? You use the dining yeah. room for a few uh, holidays a year or special events. Yep. And in yep. those holidays or special events, you have more than 12 people. So you never really yep. use the dining room. It's just, it's just doesn't even make sense. We've been putting, you know, larger tables and things inside the family room, making the kitchens bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, in the past you would have closed in kitchens, you know, tucked away for, you know, staff of mm-hmm. some sort, but, but um, nowadays, sure. you know, everybody's, you know, wanting the kitchen to be open up to the family room. So you literally have the one mm-hmm. big TV over the mantle, or if you even, mm-hmm. you know, I'm in Florida, so not many people care about fireplaces, but, but having the one big right. TV in the family room, and then you can see the TV and then, you know, really incorporating that space. But, but I do see, you know, people do want the space over the garage. You know, they, they would rather have yeah. that extra bonus room and things. And, um, yeah. you know, they don't really know exactly what they want to do with it. Um, for the most part, mm-hmm. you know, they just are like, Hey, you know, I want to get the most square footage possible, you know, known to man. And, right. you know, it, in case I have another, you know, kid and a half or something, you know, just joking around, sure. but, but, um, yeah, you know, I know what I, you, mean. you know, so, but, but having your product, you know, that encompasses not just, you know, the sporting aspect of, 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 um, but, but incorporating some of the, you know, the logical technology and the gaming, I mean, the nostalgia piece that you had mentioned, I mean, it's so interesting, you know, you know, because where, it's really where we're moving to time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's a matter of time because I see the technology here. Like I'm at these shows and I'm seeing people wanting to make the purchase and they are starting to buy these VR systems that, you know, aren't much bigger than a phone booth, you know, and, you know, a racing simulator is, 
you know, six feet by six feet. So, I mean, you can throw these things and you can transport them and then they've got all this tech support. So people are looking at things like this and they're saying, I want this for my home. And the world is saying, it's ready. You know, it only took, it took a long time, but it's here. And, and this trickle into the consumer, you know, it, it's fueling the drive to recreate the family space. And like you had said, the dining room is pretty much irrelevant. Right. <laughs> you know, I never really thought that, you know, as a, you know, growing up as a kid, I would have never predicted this because family meals were so important. But now people are having family meals in the living room while they're doing this, that, and the other thing. So it's, it's, it's almost weird. We've like fragmented the traditional, you know, day-to-day activity of a family life cycle, but, but we've evolved in a way to connect everyone with this digital glue, bringing people together through a shared experience. So it's, it's, it's really interesting for me working on the forefront of this tech, you know? Yeah. And you've, how long have you been with the company? I've been with the company for two years. Yeah. And we were talking prior, Mm. you have, uh, you were in global brand activation. Um, you worked in that that industry for in, in advertising, right? Yeah, I've, I've, I've always worked in ad agencies. This is actually my first non-ad agency role. Very uh, cool. I went what you would call client-side. Um, and, uh, you know, I've had the opportunity to work in Budapest and, and Germany, and, I, you know, I was living in Europe for a couple of years uh, prior to this job. And I'm also a marketing director at a private yacht club in downtown Toronto, which is um, interesting enough there. We've moved away from paperless, uh, and everything there is being managed digitally, too. I mean... Very cool. Well, we're yeah. going to break, Joe, for a few uh, messages here, but we'll be back. We're here right. at Joe Murphy. This is James Ramos, jamesramos.com, and uh, Move With Me Radio. We'll be back. We're back. This is James Ramos with Move With Me Radio. I'm here with Joe Murphy. Joe is the global marketing director with High Definition Golf and Multisport. It's, uh, you can find him at hdgolf.com and hdmultisport.com. Glad to have you here, Joe. Uh, we, we spent a couple minutes, um, the first few segments, talking about uh, your product and the exciting nature of uh, where you know home entertainment and technology are going. But one of the things that come to mind, it's, it's like the, the product is a little pricey you know, if you will, and, and construction's growing like crazy. You know, I'm in the Tampa Bay market. Um, you're mm-hmm. in Toronto, and I know your product is sold throughout the world. But from a mm-hmm. standpoint of, you know, these specialty things, like, for example, you know, home theaters have been pretty popular for years now. You know, these specialty pools uh, that you're finding, there's shows about this stuff, you know, fish tanks, all these specialty things that folks like yourself can really do a good job and go not just in the area where they're, you know, where they're operating, like the fish tank guys, I, I forgot their names, but they're out of Vegas, right? So they're doing mm. fish tanks. They did a fish tank in, you know, the Tampa International Airport of all places. So it's pretty interesting. Mm. And they have a show to boot, you know. So how do you find, you know, your consumer in this niche type market? That's a fantastic question. Wow. I'm trying to think of the best way to approach this. Let me, let me start with this. Uh, speaking with guys like you, James, is, you know, a fantastic way for me to have this conversation with people and you know we always invite uh, you know anyone to join us in a conversation not not everyone has to agree or you know it would be pretty boring and we wouldn't you know be moving ahead as quickly as as we are one thing that you know I've done is when I came on is uh, I looked at you know our brand activation and you know I'll use a couple of different theoretical models which include 
a human uh, and consumer life cycle, which is you see something, you create a feel, you create a feeling about it, your mind makes sense of it. Right. So it's see, feel, then there's an experience, whether it's positive or negative, and then you try and move a customer into a buying program. And you can cross-reference that with the secondary model, the consumer funnel, which is, you know, awareness, consideration, trial, right. you know, repertoire main brand. These are all back of models that I use in my ad agency days for, you know, CPG and stuff like that. Right. But creating an experience where people get to engage, meet strangers from all over the world and golf together or play sports together, that's memorable. So what I do is I create moments and I'm going to, I think we're doing eight to ten shows this year, uh, ranging from Carlsbad by San Diego, where we did a show a few weeks ago with casino owners who are looking to change the footprint and the perception of, you know, for instance, family gaming in Vegas, all the way through to Amsterdam next week, where I'm doing integrated systems Europe, where I'm working with custom AV integrators. So Mm -hmm. when I'm at these shows, I'm meeting people that are encountering the same challenges and opportunities that I am. And there's never a shortage of opportunities to connect with you know, home integrators and designers and builders who are also struggling with this, you know, these big questions of like, how is this space changing? And, you know, how do we reflect our customers' dreams and, you know, through actuality of these rooms? And, uh, you know, that in conjunction with, you know, I market with a lot of content. We started developing, you know, I pretty much bring a videographer everywhere with me now. We record everything (laughs) and then I'm able to create a value exchange. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so interesting. I mean, what you're talking about is so true because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, our theme in the companies that I run is bringing the family back to the table. So, you know, not everybody that comes to build with us, you know, is really like, hey, you know, I'm looking for something to do over the next eight months, you know, and I'm kind of bored and I want to have, you know, a thousand decisions for my wife and I to make and have, you know, multiple arguments throughout the way. So we're really looking forward to doing this really big renovation, James. So I can't wait to start. So, but, you know, just, you know, putting, choking aside, you know, everybody, you know, it's, it's the largest investment one can make for your family. And when I saw your system and, and I recognized the system that my son has, you know, he's got, uh, you know, Sony and then the other one, Microsoft, and, um, he plays that mm-hmm. thing religiously. I think he's going to be like a gamer mm-hmm. or, or at least he thinks he is, but it's, it's all about bringing the family, you know, and keeping the family home and, and doing things together, you know, whether it's, you know, cooking together or playing together or, you know, and it's all about staying together. And I think that, that what, when I look at your your system, I think it's, it's really amazing because it's not just for the uber wealthy, you know, at the end of the day, although it's expensive, 35 grand, but if you can look at the amount of entertainment you get out of it, um, you know, you know, obviously it's not, you know, you have to have money, you know, to, you know, to buy it and you have to have the space and so forth and things, you know, when you start looking at, you know, what's that value for your family, uh, you know, you don't have the kids that long and keeping them, you know, you know, together and playing together. I think it's, you know, it's a good value in my opinion. I think it's, you know, I wish everybody could have one. <laughs> yeah, me too. We'd all be millionaires. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I would be building the rooms know, and you would be delivering the equipment. Yeah. Maybe we're on a good combination. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, what I'm finding is, you know, I, I've invented this term, and maybe this will this will be relevant. Okay. Uh, it'll segue nicely into the consumer. But from a from a, uh, a commercial standpoint, when I work with a lot of sports bars, you know, we're in the number one sports bar in North America. It's called Real Sports. What we're seeing is a term that I've created called active bar recreation. 
Active and, bar recreation. Okay, I like it. Yeah, act, active bar recreation. And, and what that is... And that's not it, just shooting, it, like, shooters no, actively. No, no. Playing quarters, no. things like that. Okay. No, I think I think that, you know, the proprietor and owners of even, you know, the local pub uh, are looking at square footage and saying, how can I get the most out of this square footage from an income standpoint? You know, how can I... How can I plug in food and beverage into my bar experience that people are coming to, you know, I want to attract new people and retain existing ones. You know, how does this fit into my loyalty program? These are all big questions. And, you know, you're talking about getting the the family together, you know, in a weird way. Um, A lot of people that, you know, go to the same sports pub, you know, a couple times a week or whatever for, for watching games, that's kind of a secondary family. And what we're seeing is, is, these these proprietors renting out you know the simulator by the hour and then plugging in content within the game to advertise food and beverage specials at for instance the turnaround hole so you're keeping these people in your circle of influence and right. spend longer which is increasing the average guest check so i mean even the, the the unsophisticated local pub is doing sophisticated stuff to improve their bottom line. And when you look at this in the in the home thing, you know, I, I personally believe that the most valuable thing you can spend is time. Like money comes and goes, but once the time you spent it, like that's gone. And right. a lot of these people have been so successful in their careers, they're at that stage now where they're able to take a step back from their career maybe and really refocus on the family. And for them, the importance of that room and those connections they have with their kids who may be twenty five now you know, they're starting to say, hey, you know, this is all winding down a bit quickly. Like, I really want to focus on my family. And something like this simulator is giving the perfect excuse to, to bring people together and have these great, you know, experiences with family. And, and and that's really what, you know, you said, bringing people back to the table. Like, that to me is exactly what we're doing here. Yeah. I, you know, it's definitely, you know, something that I believe in, you know, especially building you know, luxury homes and doing these renovations. I mean, people really put a lot of time and energy into getting the home right. And um, many of them have done this before, you know, they come to me and they, they mm-hmm. even know even more what they want, which is fantastic. You know, we're the type of builder we, you can do as many change orders and things as you wish. You know, we just, mm-hmm. you know, collect a fee and, you know, we, we really want the folks to you know, be in the home and it's perfect. You know, a lot of times, you know, mm-hmm. you know, when you first start designing, it's not exactly, and then you see it going up, it's not exactly what you thought. And we make the modifications needed to, you know, get them happy. But, but this is something I truly believe in having those, you know, those activities and things that you can do, you know, at home. I'm a big, I, I like to cook a lot. So we build these big mm-hmm. kitchens with dual islands and dual sinks and dual, you know, dishwashers and, and cool stuff like that. And, you know, when we put these houses on the market, the spec ones that I build, people are like, oh, oh my God, this is fantastic, you know? So mm-hmm. so I would love to put uh, one of these in one of our future homes, that's for Let's sure, and um, get the word out, because I don't think this is something mm-hmm. that um, you need to be uber wealthy to afford uh, when you really look at it, you know, from a standpoint of, you know, entertainment and, you know, getting the family excited and doing some fun stuff, you know, around the home and the TV. Uh, this is definitely something exciting. And, you know, to boot, it's something that you can probably beat your kids in. Maybe, you know, but you definitely can't <laughs> beat your kids in in, in a football at PS4, seeing that those controllers no. are like 15, 20 buttons. So that's yeah, unbelievable. I mean, I was gaming with my uh, my nephew, who's 10, up at the, the family cottage up north. Bet, uh, did he just beat the pulp out of you? Well, we were playing, 
you know, an older game, Gears of War 2 on the old Xbox 360. And, I mean, the kid was annihilating me, and I was getting significantly <laughs> frustrated. Because, and they laugh. Like, I know they think it's game. funny. And it's just, Oh, yeah, they love it. It's like, Uncle Joe, I think I killed you. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm aware of that. Thank you, Daniel. Well, you know, awesome, buddy. Kids, but, hey, man, yeah, thanks right. for your time, Joe. This is Joe Murphy thanks. with High Definition Golf and Multisport. You can find him at hdgolf.com. It's a fantastic system. And we're going to have you on uh, jamesramos.com. And we're going to tweet about you, Joe, at JRTPA. So I appreciate your time, buddy. And looking forward thanks, to putting a lot of your systems in the state of Florida. So uh, this hey, is James Ramos. With you. Yeah, you got it, buddy. This is James Ramos with the Move With Me radio show. You can follow me at jamesramos.com or on Twitter at JRTPA. I'll catch you next week. Take care. Thanks for joining us today. If you missed all of the program or want to hear it again, listen to the podcast on jamesramos.com or on YouTube at Ramos Media Network. See you next week with Ramos Design Build, Tampa Bay's premier real estate design, build, and construction company. Homes are built to bring people together. It's the place that families gather to create memories that last a lifetime. With that in mind, you want a builder who requires a design to reflect your expectations. Ramos Design Build is that company. They understand this concept, offer a concierge level of service, ensuring that you are involved in every step of the design build process. Ramos Design Build integrates the latest in construction technology, building you a home that will last for generations. Ramos has a portfolio of satisfied clients from its decades of service in the Tampa Bay community. If you are looking for a luxury remodel, a home renovation, or a custom home built from the ground up, contact Ramos Design Build at RamosDesignBuild.com. That's RamosDesignBuild.com. Hi, my name is James Ramos. I am a licensed general contractor at Ramos Design Build. When someone asks why I do what I do, I am proud to say that I help bring families back to the table. When you partner with Ramos, we make your family's home dreams a reality. Ramos Design Build, construction, development, and renovation. A legacy since 1956.